Today's shir in Yerushalmi Sanhedrin is dedicated to the memory of Pesach Gershon ben Yisrael Fish Oliver Shalom and for a refuah shalema for Yosef Yisrael ben Zelda besok shar chole Yisrael. We are beginning in the Oz Vahadar edition on Daf Yud Zayin Amid Beis at the beginning of the third wide line at the bottom of the Amid with the words Tirgem Yosef Oini. In the Vilna edition. It is on Daf Yud Gimel Amid Beis. Begins the Gemara. Tirgem Yosi Ma'ini, Yosi from the city of Moin, translated. He explained the following pasuk. Where did he do this? Beknishta de Tveria, in the Beis Knesses in Tveria, and he explained the pasuk in Hisheya Perikay pasuk Aleph. The pasuk states, Shimu Zaysa Kahanim. Listen to this, the Kahanim. Vakshivu Beis Yisrael and Beis Yisrael should also listen, the house of the king, listen, because to you is justice. So the Gemara is going to explain what each of these three parties is listening to. That's what Yaisi Mo'ini is explaining to us. So he begins with the first part of the Pasuk, Shimu HaKadosh Baruch Hu is speaking to the Kohanim, and he has a Tviya, he, there's something that he doesn't like about what the Kohanim are doing. Why aren't you Kohanim toiling in the Torah? Didn't I give you 24 matnas kohuna? These were 24 different presents that Klal Yisrael had to give the Kohanim. And the purpose was that the Kohanim should have parnasa, they should have an income, and they will be able to toil in the Torah, and yet they were not toiling in the Torah. And therefore, that's the meaning of Shimu Zois to HaKehanim. Amru so the Kehanim responded, Lo Yahavin Lan we do not receive anything from the Yisraelim. So that's the next part of the Pasuk. V'hakshivu Beis Yisrael, listen Beis Yisrael. What was Hashem saying to Beis Yisrael? Lama lesatan Yahavin Chavdal Matanta. Why are you not giving the 24 matanas, the Pekidis Yisroim B'Sinai, which I commanded you to do at Har Sinai? Amrulei, so called Yisrael, answered HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Malka Nesiv Kula, the king is taking everything, the Shini Nesichois in Ois Hay has the gear said, the Bei the house of the Nasi is taking everything. In other words, they are taking everything, all the matas kuna, and giving it to select Kohanim. Instead of dispersing it to all Kohanim, they are choosing certain select Kohanim to give it to. And that's why the rest of the Kohanim are not receiving the Matanas from Klal Yisrael. And that's why they are unable to toil in Torah because they have to make a Parnasta. They don't have so much time to learn. Now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Ubeis HaMelech Hazinu, listen, the house of the king. And first, Yaisi explains it, B'derech Drush, and homiletically, and then he explains it according to the simple pshat of the Pasuk. Kilochem ha-mishpat. Is the mishpat to you? To the base ha-melech? Lochem ha-marti mishpat ha-kohanim? Is it to you that I said this should be the law concerning the kohanim that we have to give them the chavdal matanis? I didn't say it to you that you should take the 24 matanis. I said that you should give it to the kohanim. And now he says it according to the pshat. I'm going to sit with them, with the Beis HaMelech, Bedin. I'm going to have a trial. I'm going to punish them. I'm going to 
destroy them from the world. So this is how Yossi explained the three groups, each one, what they had to listen to. And while he was doing this, of course, he was embarrassing the Nasi, because he was saying the Nasi was taking all the Matnas Kohanim and giving it to select Kohanim and not giving it to all Kohanim, as the Nasi should have done. Continues the Gemara, Shama Rav Yudin Nasiya, Rav Yudin heard what Yosem Oini said on this Pasuk, how he explained it, because, and he got angry, because Yosem Oini was insulting Rav Yudin the Nasi. Dochal, when Yosem Oini heard that Rav Yudin is upset at him, he became afraid of what the Nasi could do to him. V'orak, and he ran away. Salkan Rabbi Yochan and Rishlokish Lefayisle. So Rabbi Yochan and Rishlokish, who were Talmidim of Yosim Arni, as we'll see in one moment, they went up to placate, to appease the Nasi, Rabbi Yudin Nasiya. they said to Rabbi Yudin Nasiya, Rabbi Gavarabahu, our Rabbi, our teacher, Rabbi Yosim Arni, he is a very great man. In other words, Please be placated, because you're dealing with such a great uh, Rav. Omar Lay, so Rav Yudinasiya said to him, to the one who was speaking to uh, Rav Yudinasiya, Efshir kol man dina Is it possible that any question that I have, he will answer me? Is he such a great uh, Rav? Omru Lay, they said to Rabbi Yudin in, yes, whatever you ask him, we'll be able to answer. Amar lay. So Rabbi Yudin said to Rabbi Yisimioyni, Mao dein desiv, what is the pshat in the Postuk which states, Kizonsa imam, Klal Yisrael acted as a zona because their mother was involved in adultery. Now, the mother could refer to any of the Imois. For example, it could refer to the first woman who's called an Aim in Kal Yisrael, and that is Sora. Ask the Gemara, and this is the question of Yudin Nasiya asked for Yosimoyni, Vichi Sori, Memu Zoyna Is the Pasuk trying to tell us that our mother Sora was a Zoyna? And that's why Kal Yisrael was a Zoyna? Omar Lay, so Rabbi Yosemite responded to Rabbi Yudnesiya, Kibas Kain Imo, says the Korbanaida, the last one on the Omid, Amri Inshi, Kibas Kain Imo. Like people say, there's an expression like daughter, like mother. And then it continues on Daf Yudchas Omid Aleph, Kiima Bita. In other words, the daughter is a reflection of the mother. And the mother influences the daughter, like the mother is the daughter. Or another example of this is Kedor Kenanasi. The generation is a reflection of the Nasi, the head of Kal Yisrael. Kenasi, like the Nasi, is Kenador. He is Mashpia. He influences the generation, and they follow in his lead. And finally, a third example, Kemizbeach Kohanov. The Koyanim of the Mizbeach reflect what the Mizbeach is. In other words, in the Beis HaMikdash, Kohanim did the Avoida on the Mizbeach. Chanya had a Mizbeach in Mitzrayim, and their Kohanim, real Kohanim, did not do the Avoida. 
It was Yisraelim who did the avoda. And uh, if you have a mizbeach of oiv the avoda zara, then the kahanim serve the avoda zara. So the mizbeach, whatever the mizbeach is, that's a reflection on who will serve on the mizbeach. Kahana Amar, Kahana gave a fourth example. Cain Kiganisa Cain Ganana. The gardener is like the garden. And the garden reflects what the gardener puts into the garden. Amar Lay, Sir Rabbi when he heard this shot from Rabbi Yoisi Meoini, he said, Loitav. Is it not enough that you cursed me not in front of me? When I was not facing you, you cursed me one time because you said that the Nasi is taking away all the Matnas Kahuna from the Kahanan. Ella Papoy, in front of me now, now you embarrassed me three times because you compared me to a mother and a daughter, a Nasi and a generation and the Mizbech and the Kahanim. So I'm going to ask you another question. Amar lei, so Rabbi Yudin asked Rabbi Yaisi, Me'oyni, Ma'u, De'nechsev, what is the Pshat in the Pasuk? And now he's referring to a Pasuk in Yecheskel. Perik Tezayin, Pasuk Memdalid, the Pasuk states, Hinei, Kol HaMoyshel Alecha, whoever wants to give a parable to explain what Klal Yisrael is, Yimshol, they will give a parable that the mother is like the daughter. And now we have a question. Leia's daughter was Dina. And Dina went out and did something promiscuous and um, with Shem. And according to what you're telling me, Leia must have done the same thing because that was Mashpia, that influenced Dina. How could it be that we should say that Leah did something like a Zaina? So the Gemara answers, Amar Lei. So Rabbi Yaisi Ma'ayni responded to the question of Rabbi Yudnesiya, Lefum because it says, it states, that when Leah gave the flowers that Reuven had picked, the Dudoim, Leah gave it to Rachel, and by doing that, she earned the right to live together with Yaakov. So the Pasuk says, Leah went out to meet Yaakov. And uh, Medrash says that she adorned herself in front of Yaakov by going out to meet him and adorning herself. So we see that this was something not sneezed, Dick. It was not modest on the part of Leah. So she's called a Yitzanis, that's somebody who goes out and is not Sanua, and therefore Pashtun Yitzim Yitzia. We say that there's a comparison between one going out, which is that of Leah, even though she didn't do a Mises Nus, but this was considered not sneezing, and that had a effect on her daughter Dina, that Dina also went out. And eventually, because she went out, she had the affair with Shechem. Now the Gemara says a story. Reb Chizki was going on the way. So a Kusi met him. Amar the Kusi said to Reb Rabbi, Atu Ribon the Yudoi, are you the greatest one of the Jews? Amar in. Chizki said, yes, I'm the leader of the Jews. 
Amarleh, and then Chizkiyah continued to speak to the Kusi. Chamisi, Maxiv, what does it say in the Pasuk? Soin Tosim Alech HaMelech. Place upon yourselves a king. Osim Enksiv, it doesn't say, I will appoint. Elatosim, you, Klal Yisrael, should appoint. Da'at Shavi you have to accept the Melech upon yourselves. In other words, what Chizkiyah was saying is, in Anivus, he was saying, I may not deserve to be the leader of the Jewish people, but they are the ones who have to decide, and they have decided that I should be the leader. And they're doing what they're supposed to be doing to appoint upon themselves a either a king or, in this case, to be the leader of the Jewish people. So although I might not, might not deserve it, but Klal Yisrael has chosen me to be their leader. Hadrun Allah Per Kohen Gadol, Hadrun Allah Per Kohen Gadol, Hadrun Allah Per Kohen Gadol. We are now ready to begin the third parak of Zeh Borer. Begins the next Mishnah, which is Halacha Aleph of the third parak. Dini Mamanis Bishloisha, as we learned at the beginning of our Masechta. We are returning to the beginning. We've gone through other Inyanim in the second parak. Now we go back to Dini Mamanis Bishloisha. Dini Mamanis has a Bezdin of three. How is this Bezdin brought about? So we're going to learn now the Indian, which is called Zavla, which is still practiced Ad Hayon. Zavla stands for Ze Borer Loy Echad, which are the next words of the Mishnah. Ze Borer Loy Echad, litigant A chooses Dayan A, Ze Borer Loy Echad, and litigant B chooses Dayan B. Ushneem and litigant A and B, Borulan Oid Echad, they choose Dai and C, Divri Rameir, this is the sheet of Rameir. The Chacham disagree, and they say, Shnei Adayanim, the two judges, Judge A and Judge B, Borulan Oid Echad, they are the ones who choose Dai and C. The reason of the Chachamim will be explained in the Gemara. Let us look at the first Korban Eida on the Mishnah which explains the whole Indian of Zavla. And we'll learn it inside. Dini Momen is Zeb or Echad. Echad Mibali Adin, one of the litigants, Boru Loi Dayan Echad. He chooses one Dayan. Sheyovin Dvorov, who will understand his claim, Vashuroi, to make it perfect, in other words, he'll understand it to the depths of the claim. The Yisav Yitnim Chaveroi, and this Dayan, will discuss back and forth with his friend what the claim exactly is. And he'll try to uncover every possible merit on behalf of his litigant. And the second litigant also, he also chooses one dayan. So if each litigant has one dayan, which is in his favor. So that Dayan will try to find every possible merit to the case that his litigant is presenting. And therefore, there will be no merit which goes uncovered between the two Dayanim, each one for his litigant. Ushnei Bale Hadinim, according to a mayor, the two litigants, Biyachat together, Barum Lahem Dayan Shlishi, they choose a third Dayan, Dayan C. And he listens to the back and forth between the first two judges, and then he decides on which side he thinks has a better claim. In this way, the din will come out to be truthful. 
וגם בעלי הדין אינסייסי, and the two litigants will listen. They will think each one that they got a fair deal. ואמרי, and they will say, even the one who lost will say, מסתמו. חפשו אחר כל זכות שיש לי, they searched, they tried to find every possible merit to my case. ומצו, and they found שהדינים שכנגדי. That they found that the, my counterpart, the other litigant, had a stronger claim, and that's why they passed like him. So this, in this manner, the uh, litigants will feel that it was a fair trial, and that is the reason why we have the whole union of Zavallah. So the only machloish between Rameir and the Chachamim is, who chooses the third dayan? According to Rameir, it's the litigants. According to the Chachamim, it's the two other dayanim. Begins the Gemara. Dini Maman is Bishloisha. Amar of Zera, Shamitar Shabiru, Miradav Shusoi. Rav Zeru is basically saying what the Korbanaida said in the Mishnah, that because each litigant shows his dying, so his dying will endeavor to find all the merits of his case. The Korbanaid on the words Muradif says, He's not going to paskin the din against the litigant who chose him as a dying. Ella. Mountain is going to wait. Shema Yisbar Adover Yoiser. Maybe the matter will be explained more. The Yachol Lizakoyser Minadin, and by waiting and endeavoring in every way possible to find the merits of his case, perhaps he will find that his litigant's case is stronger than the other litigant. So by choosing your dying, you have somebody who's in your favor. He's in your corner. He's trying to do the best for you. Ask the Gemara, my time at the Rameir, what is the reason of Rameir who says that the two litigants choose a third dayan? In fact, the Gemara in the Bavli on Chof Gimel says that they ask it as a question. Why do we select dayanim in this fashion? Each litigant chooses one, the two litigants together choose a third one. What's the reason? Now, um, we could ask on this question, there's a very good reason, as the Corbinator says, because each dying will be out for the best for his litigant who chose him. So what's difficult about this? Why doesn't the Bavli and Yerushalmi, why don't they see the merits of this system? What's their question? So the question is, we have a concept of a Bezdin Kavua, not Zavlaw. There's a set Bezdin in a town to adjudicate cases. So why are we going with a new method? Why don't we say you have to accept the jurisdiction of the Bezdin Kavua in your town? That's the Morris question. And... On that, the Gemara gives the following answer. There should be consent amongst both litigants. Explains the Pnei Moshe, three lines before it gets wide. They both should have one askama. They both should agree. The first two judges, there was already Askama, there was an agreement that each one should choose one dayan. In other words, I'm willing to let you choose your dayan, 
because I'm going to have at the same time the ability to choose my dime. You are willing to let me choose my dime because you're going to be able to choose your dime. So that we both agree to. And now, the two litigants agree both together to the third dime. Now the third judge, who's appointed by both litigants, he will look out for the schus of each litigant. And therefore, it'll come out a true din. The one who will win, it'll be because his case is stronger there are more merits to his case, but the one who lost will not feel that he didn't get a fair trial because he knows that um, the judge that he appointed and the judge that they both agreed together should be machria between the two other judges. All of them are trying to find the schus for his case. If he lost, it must be that the other one had a stronger case. Continues the Gemara, Umay time of the Rabbanu. Why did the Rabbanan say that the litigants don't choose Judge C, but rather the two Dayanim A and B choose Judge C? Because they can say, the two judges can say, Lav Kuluminach Mifcharu Mesev Madad Boy. You're not in a position that you should choose what you want. It may be that person is against our will. We don't think he's worthy to be a judge on this case. Elo anovat, you and me, meaning the two judges will say to each other, you and me, mafchirin, we're going to choose umesabin ma denan bayin, and we're going to appoint that judge that we want. So the Chacham's opinion is that the uh, litigants cannot force a third judge upon the first two, but rather the first two have to choose their own judge. The Kasha of the Rabbanan, there is a question on the sheet of the Chachamim, and we're going to go here with the Pshat of Reb Chaim Kenyevsky Shlita in his Biyur on Yerushalmi. Kasha al Rabbanan, Meis Echad. Let's say litigant A chose judge A, and litigant B chose Judge B, and judges A and B chose, according to the Rabban and Judge C, what happens if Judge B is nifter? He dies. So now, B, litigant B is like out of it, because what's going to happen is the following. Judge A will have chosen Judge C, True, he chose it with Judge B, but Judge B is not living anymore. So we don't reckon with litigant B and Judge B. So Judge A was part of the process of choosing Judge C, and Judge C and Judge A now are choosing Judge D. Bishlam, according to Rabbi Mayer, where litigant B chose Judge B, and now Judge B is nifter, so litigant B chooses another Judge B. So then it's all equal. Litigant A and B chose judges A and B, and then litigants A and B choose Judge C. If Judge B is nifter, they replace him with another Judge B. However, according to the Chachamim, originally litigant B chose Judge B, but now Judge B is nifter, so it's not going to be any more litigant B choosing Judge B. It's going to be judges A and C who are choosing Judge D. So therefore, it'll come out like Nimsu Shloshtam is Barumidas Achas. Doesn't it come out 
that there's an imbalance here because it comes out that judges A, C, and D are all coming from litigant A. And therefore, it's tilted towards litigant A, and the Gemara feels that that's uh, not a fair trial that litigant B is going to get. And therefore, the Gemara has a kasha. The Gemara does not answer this kasha. We continue with the next halacha bays. The Mishnah says, Reb Meir says that each litigant can puzzle the judge of the other. He can say, as the Corbinator tells us, I'm not going to have my case adjudicated by the one that you have chosen. He doesn't have to give any reason. He says, I don't want this person to be my dying. That's a sheet of Rameir. The Chachamim say, Amosai, when can you puzzle the other litigants dying? Bizman, That's only if the litigant can bring a proof that they are related to the other litigant, or they have done some Avera, which would forbid them from being judges, but if they were kosher judges, they were not a relative, they were not apostle, they hadn't done anything wrong, or in front of the Bezden, they are considered experts, say that the litigant cannot puzzle them. Says the Pnei Moshe, which is three lines before it gets very wide at the bottom of the Ahmed. If they were not Kraivim or Psulim, they were Ksherim. Sha'inam like Kraivim like Psulin. Me Pisulacha from any other Psul. Afal Pishem Yashri Kronius, even though they are people who sit on the corners, in other words, they're people who are not gainfully employed. Nasu Kimumchim Pibesdin. And not in the mission we have if they're Ksherim Oimumchim Pibesdin. And the uh, Pnei Moshe is saying, that someone who's kosher, even though he's unlearned, but he has a status of someone who's an expert from Bezdin. The Eina Yochel person, and this litigant cannot puzzle the other litigant's judge. The is like the Chachamim against Reb Meir. Says the Gemara, it is correct what the mission is saying. We understand the mission is speaking in the following case. According to Reb Meir, litigant A can puzzle the judge of litigant B, but but his own judge, the one he has chosen, he cannot change his mind concerning that judge. Once he chose it, he must stay with this choice, with this judge that he chose. Now we further explain the sheet of Rab Meir. Reshlakish Amr, Reshlakish said, When did Rab Meir say that litigant A can puzzle Judge B, that's only Barkoish of Surya. In the secular courts of Surya, says the Korban A, the three lines from the bottom, in the right hand column, Barkoish of Surya, She'enam Bekiyim Bedin Tyra. They were not learned. They didn't know the entire. Ella, 
they were used to judging. In other words, the people appointed them as judges, even though they were not learned in Dine Torah. And those are Kois, those secular courts, that's what Rameir is speaking about, according to Rishwakish, that litigant A could puzzle that judge of litigant B. Rabbanan Savri, but the Rabbanan disagree even by Akarsha Vasurya. Kivan, Shehim Khumram, since they were chosen by the population, Lav called Tamina Lapasle, so the litigant A cannot puzzle Judge B, even if they are unlearned and they're in the secular courts of Surya. And if they are kosher, then they're considered like experts, and litigant A cannot puzzle Judge B. And now we turn to the Yud Chesomet Beis. We're only speaking about our Karsh of Asuria. Rishlok is Shomer by Karsh of Asuria, Amru. They were speaking about our Karsh of Asuria. That's when Ramayr said you could puzzle them. But if you're speaking about a judge who knows Dine Torah, then even Ramayr would be Moide. That litigant A cannot puzzle Judge B. Rabbi Yechlin and Amr, Rabbi Yechlin says, A Philip Dine Torah, even by Dine Torah, Rabbi Yechlin says that Ramayr would hold that. Litigant A could puzzle Judge B. Continues the Gemara, Heich Amrin, they said as follows Trained B'nai Nash, two people, Havalon Din Bantuchio, they had a Din Torah in the city of Bantuchio. Amr Chad Lechavri once said to his friend, Mad Rabbi Yochanan Amr, whatever Rabbi Yochanan says, Makabalai, I'm going to accept upon myself. In other words, I want to go to the Bezdin of Rabbi Yochanan. And that Bezdin I'm going to accept. Shama Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan heard about this. Umar, which equals Va'amar, and he said, Loi kol minei mitrifa baldine. He, he is not able to inconvenience the other litigant by saying that we'll only go to Rabbi Yochanan and I'll accept his psak. Ella, this is what we have to do. In case the local Bezdin feels that they cannot pass in this case, Shaman, Mil, and Taman, they listen to the cases of both, the presentations of both litigants. The in Havasurcha, if there's a need, because they can't pass in it, Kasvin, they write down the points of the case. Umishalchen, Uvdil, Rabbanan, they send it to the Rabbanan. So first of all, he's saying here, they send it to the Rabbanan and not to Rabbi Yochanan, because Rabbi Yochanan, let's say, was far away, there was a closer prominent Bezdin near Tantuchia, so send the case to Rabbanan. And even those Rabbanan are not paskening the case. Those Rabbanan will tell the local Bezdin in Antuchia what they feel about this case, who deserves to win the case, and then based on the recommendation of that Bezdin, which is close to, in proximity of the city of Antuchia, the city of Antuchia, their Bezdin will paskin based on the recommendation of that other Bezdin. Not because the halach is that a Bezdin can only paskin if the litigants are standing in front of them. So this is what Rabbi Yochanan said when he heard this case that the person said, I'll only be mekabel what Rabbi Yochanan says. Amr Rablazer, Rablazer said, if one litigant says, I want to have the case adjudicated in Tveria, the other one said, I want to have it in Sipori, 
we listened to the one who wanted the case in Tveria because Tveria had a more prominent Besdin than the one in Sipari. Asked the Gemara, If you hold that you're allowed to puzzle the Dayanim, this could go on forever. As the Corbin Ha'eda says, Im Kain Ain This can go on forever. So the Gemara says, No, We only learned this halacha, according to a mayor, that you could passel the other dying. That's only by a junior uh, judge. He's not kavua, he's not established. They use him when they need a third judge, so they'll take him, but he's not one of the regular members of the Besden. That's when litigant A can passel judge B. But if he's a dying kavua, he's a regular established dying, then litigant A cannot passel judge B. Amar Rabloi, or as the Corbinator has the gear, Amar Rabila said, that which Rabloi said, we just learned the Gemara, that if one wants it in Tveria, one wants it in Sipari, the Inon, we say that Allah is you have to go to the Bezdin in Tveria because it was a more prominent Bezdin. That is only if they're sitting in one area. What does that mean? Minhacha, Lahacha, Shiva Milan. From this city to Tveria, there were seven Milan. And in Hakalahacha, and from the second city, there was Tisha Millen. There was nine mil. Now, the Korban Ada learns seven and nine. That's the gears that we have in the Gemara. Even though there's a difference between seven and nine, but it's insignificant difference. Seven million or nine million, it means you're in the same area. So there we say that you go to Tveria, which is the more prominent Bezdin. According to the Shin in Ischois, in Ois Dalid, he's Gairus, both Tisha, that, that they are equidistant both from Tsipori and from Tveria. They're nine million. So then we go with the more prominent Bezdin in Tveria. But let's say one is very close and one is much further away so then we go to the closer one. So the first thing we look at is how close the other Besden is. And the closer one is the one we go to. If they're equidistant, or the carbonated says they're almost equidistant, then we would go to Tveria, which is the more prominent one. Um, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said, And you can deduce from what we have just learned, that if trained B'nai Nash, you have two people, Havalon din betveria. They have a din tarah in tveria. They both live in tveria. Zamer bezdin agadol. This one says I want to use the major bezdin that's in tveria. Vizayimer bezdin akatan. And the other one says I want to use the smaller bezdin in tveria. So they're equidistant. So distance does not play a factor. Then we always said you go in the case of tveria and sapari. If it's equidistant you go to Tveria. So in this case, where it's in Tveria, and one is the Beznagal, one is the Beznakotten, we listen to the one who says 
that we should go to the Bezdin HaGadol, because wherever distance is not a factor, there we say the factor is prominence. And the Bezdin HaGadol, of course, is more prominent than the Bezdin HaKotten, and that's the Bezdin that we go to. We continue with Halacha Gimel. Says the Mishnah, Zeb Poisel Eid of Shozev, Zeb Poisel Eid of Shozev, Divir Meir. Each litigant can puzzle, he can disqualify the aid or aid them of the other litigant. These are the words of Rameir. When can one litigant disqualify the other litigants? Aid them. That's only if he brings a proof, he brings other witnesses that show that the other litigants' witnesses are related, or they did some avera for which they are puzzled to say testimony. But if they were kosher, if the litigant doesn't have any outside proof that there is a problem of korvoi puzzle with the adim, then he himself cannot puzzle them. The key of this Mishnah is that if he has an agias. If he has an ulterior motive in what he is saying, we don't believe him. But if we can say that he has no ulterior motive, for whatever reason, then we do accept it. So Reb Meir's opinion is that each litigant does not have an ulterior motive, and therefore he can puzzle his friend's witnesses. The Rabbanon say he does have an ulterior motive, and he, he cannot puzzle. And the Gemara will explain both the sheet of Rameir and the sheet of the Chachamim. Begins the Gemara. Zeb poisel of shozeh. Rishlokish Omar. There's going to be a machloikis here between Rishlokish and Rabbi Yochanan in the sheet of Rameir. Rishlokish Omar Kani Masnis in the mission is speaking about a doi. His one witness, dove, but plural, his witnesses, loy, even Ramirez Moda, that litigant A cannot puzzle the two Adam of litigant B. Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. Rabbi Yochanan says, according to Ramirez, litigant A can puzzle himself, he can puzzle the Adam of litigant B. So, what is the reason for this? So Rishlokish Yisvara is that if there's only one aid that litigant B has, so then it's not considered that litigant A has a Nagiyas here because this one aid has no strength. And therefore, if I puzzle him on my own, I'm not bringing any outside proof. But I myself am testifying that he is a carver apostle. I have no ulterior motive because seemingly he can't do anything to me anyway. So I don't have an ulterior motive. I'm just saying the truth that he's a carver apostle. However, according to Shlokish, if litigant B is bringing two Adim, so two Adim will be believed against litigant A. And therefore, there is an ulterior motive for him to say that they are Korovoy Puzzle. And they are, that's why Rishlaki says that he would not be believed. Reb Meir would agree to the Chacham that in that case, he has to bring an outside proof 
that litigant B's Adim are Kroivim or Psula. But if he doesn't bring an outside proof, he himself wants to say they're Karva Apostle, he's not believed because he has an ulterior motive. Rabbi Yochanan says, even Adim, according to Mayor, he can puzzle himself, he can puzzle Adim, and there is no ulterior motive. Why? As we're going to see from a Tesefta, that litigant B can always add more Adim. So even if litigant A puzzles the Adim of litigant B, there is no ulterior motive, because what is he going to gain? Litigant B will bring other Adim. So again, we say that litigant A is saying the truth. He knows that the core of Apostle, he has nothing to gain, because litigant B has other Adim. What would be if litigant B did not have any other Adim? Enichanami, as the Gemara is going to tell us. Then litigant A would not be able to Apostle, because then there is an ulterior motive. He's puzzling those very Adim which are testifying against him. So, of course, he does have an ulterior motive. To Tani, we learned in a Tesefta, we learned in a Brisa. Let's say there's three Dayanim. One of the Dayanim says, I don't know the answer to this case. So we add more Dayanim. What happens if one or both of the two Dayanim that we add says, I don't know? Then we add uh, more dayanim, ad shigmar din, until the din is adjudicated. Now, the next uh, line and a half, we are not goyrus. And as we're not goyrus, by dayanim, yuchoyim lachser bohen, nigmar din, ain yuchoyim lachser But instead, we're goyrus the following. We're not referring to Dayanim, referring to the Adim. The Adim can have Harata until there is a Psak from the Bezdin. This din is very difficult because we have a rule of Kivan Shehegid, Shuvenachhazurmagid, that once an aid says Adis, he can't retract the Adis. So if there is acceptance of the Adim, then even before the Gmar Din, he shouldn't be able to retract. So therefore, the Meforshim explained, Achi Gmar Din does not mean until the case is adjudicated, but it means the following, that if it's a Adus which will require Jerish of we're going to have to delve into the Kashus of this aid and ask him a series of many questions. So then... He can always retract until the examination is completed. That's what it means that Shigmar did. If there is no requirement of Drish of Chakira, so then he can retract as long as both witnesses' testimonies have not yet concluded. It's not considered that Bezdin has accepted the testimony of the first witness until the second witness has testified. And before that, before the second witness has testified, he is allowed to retract. So that is the first halacha here. That's not really Negea Tarsugi. What's Negea Tarsugi is the second halacha, which regardless of the following, that the litigant B can always bring his aid into Bezdin until the Gemar did. So this is what Rabbi Yochelin was saying, that even a dim, a dove, even plural, many a dim, 
the litigant A can possibly. So don't say that he has an ulterior motive because these two aiding are testifying against him. So how can we accept his aides that they are apostle? No. As we just saw in the Tosefta, you can add aidim until the Gemara didn't. So I don't have an ulterior motive. I'm going to apostle these aidim. You litigant B will bring other aidim. So that's why Rabbi Yechonah argues on Rishlokish and he says not only by one aid who has no power, does Rameyer say that I don't have an ulterior motive and I can puzzle that one aid, but even by two aidim, I don't have an ulterior motive because litigant B can always bring more aidim. I'm just trying to say the truth that they are core of apostle. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yechonah, we will accept his testimony against the two aidim, even though he's not bringing outside proof we will believe him because he has no ulterior motive. Now, the Gemara says further, Rabbi Yechelen agrees that Rabbi Meir would not allow him to passel the Edim, Shem Ainsham Elahain, if these are the only two Edim that litigant B has, he has no more Edim, then he can only passel them with an outside proof, but that he himself should passel, then of course he has an ulterior motive because these are the ones who are testifying against him. There's no more Adim, so that's an ulterior motive that he's going to say their apostle, then Enechanami, Rabbi Yechelen would agree that Rabbi Meir in that case would not allow him to passel the two Adim. Now, when you're able to passel the two Adim, that when you're allowed to passel the Adim, according to Rabbi Meir, so he and another person from the marketplace are starved together to puzzle this Adis. You'll need two Adim to puzzle the other Adim. So he, the litigant A, who has no ulterior motive, he joins together with someone from the marketplace to puzzle litigant B's two Adim. Now, Rebchanina had a question. We said before that everybody's moita that Rameir would puzzle one aid because there's no ulterior motive. Because one aid has no power. The Rav Hanina had a big question on this. Rav Hanina, boy, even though we don't believe one aid for litigant B against litigant A, you need to aid him. But one aid does have a power. One aid can be Machai of and therefore, if I testify against the one aid and say he's possible, I have an ulterior motive. I don't want to swear. He's making me swear. So why would Rameir say that even by one aid, litigant A has a power to puzzle him? He doesn't have to bring an outside proof. The Gemara does not answer this question. Amar Rabzira, Rabzira said, Puzzle Tzarek Lifzol Bezdin explains the Korban Ada the last Korban Eida in the left-hand column, Tzorich Lahavi Raya Shekvar Hechrizu Allah Bebezdin Kaitel Lachem Shul He has to bring a proof that Bezdin already announced that this person did an Aver for which he cannot be an aid, and he is Pasul. Avol Bameh Shemevi Achshav Eidim Shavar Aver Shenifzabal Eidis But by bringing witnesses now that previously he had done something for which he was possible for Adis, that aid, he becomes possible if Bezdin 
publicized that he's postulated, but that would only be from now on, but not retroactively. For this Adis, he's kosher. The only way you can postulate the Adim is if you bring a proof that Besden has announced that he is puzzled before this case. But if you're only bringing it during this case, then it's only puzzled from now on. It's not puzzled from before. The reason for this is because people would be hurt financially if retroactively this person would be considered puzzled before this case took place. If Besden was only machers, if they only publicly announced it, now people would lose money if they had used these people as them, not knowing that they were postulated. So therefore, the Chachamim said that it's only Mikan And the only way you could postulate these them is if they had been announced postulated before this case took place. That's for Sul Eidus, as we turn to the Aviyot Testament Aleph. Karav ain't sarach lifts over Bezdin, says the Karbanaida. That's by apostle, but by a Karav, you don't have to lahavi rai, you don't have to bring proof. Shekvar niskabal edus bebezdin mikademes dina, shehu Karav. You don't have to bring a proof that before this case took place, he was already puzzled. Bezdin announced that he's considered a Karav, he's related to the litigant. And therefore, he's not able to testify. Not like Epsul, but Karav. It's enough if you bring proof right now that he's a Karav. And we don't require that it had to happen before, but we say retroactively it's considered that he was postulated before this case took place, even though you're only bringing the proof right now. And the next line, we are not Gairus, Amarava Bar Bina, Bishem Rav Shloisha Kigmardin, that we are not Gairus.